0: You're listening to Strengthen Bonds, an Async Twilight Imperium podcast, episode 6, Argo Control Plays a Lot of Async TI. I'm your host, BLT. best thing i saw this week is a game i'm actually in this is pvd 1499 i'm nomad we got Flood unicycle to my left is a sorrel and beck's playing nalu and so with an early mob worlds i decided to get temporal command suite which is the nalu faction tech that says after any player's agent becomes exhausted you may exhaust this card to ready that agent if you're ready to another player's agent, you may perform a transaction with that player. It's a little less relevant for right now. But uh, with Asarl, being able to copy Nalu's agent, Zoo, or however you say that, uh, and then Temporal Command Suite and BioStims, you know, we were able to work out a deal where we were getting three Zoos per round. And that sounded pretty cool. But then Pally stole Temporal Command Suite or, or with Necro and got BioStims off Asarl, of and so now I'm sitting at a table where we can have six zoos per round <laughs> going around the table. And so, um, oh yeah, BioStims, right? That's the, you may exhaust this card at the end of your turn to ready one of your planets that has a technology specialty or one of your other technologies, which you can use to ready Temporal Command Suite and, and, and use Zoo again. So I don't really know how this game is going to go, but I do love a meme. And I'm glad that we as a table could lean into that meme. Okay, so for this next bit, we've got our first guest on Strength and Bonds here. We've got Argo Control joining me. On Hello. The awesome, welcome. In. What is
1: up, my dear sandwich?
0: <laughs> glad, glad <laughs> you're here. Um, I good to be here. I have played a lot of games with you, uh, partly because you play so many games, but certainly a lot of a lot of my games at this point have been with you i have i have
1: i have trimmed down as of late (laughs) but yes i I have played a lot of games i'm over 100 actually on on async
0: oh my gosh 100 games (laughs) um that is more than me (laughs) by a lot um in fact you have you have so i I just pulled this up here so uh they started tracking turns well i mean it wasn't right when you started and it certainly wasn't right when i started so it was
1: pretty close okay Um, so I, I don't think I've had an untracked turn. So
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. So it was about that time. So you, you, you currently have basically 3,500 turns taken, um, which is the most of anybody in this server. So again, I feel like if anyone's going to be the guest on here, it'd be you, (laughs) you, you like embody, uh, playing, I don't know, too much async or something like that,
1: (laughs) which is so weird, which is so weird because I feel like it it doesn't feel like I've been on, on async that long. I still feel like so, like still somewhat of a newbie but apparently I'm not <laughs> <at> well,
0: <all. laughs> I, I actually love your story so I mean I may I'll just get you on here to, to talk about it so so you st- you learned how to play like this calendar year
1: yes I uh, uh Rootzer is actually the guy who taught me to play um I learned how to play in April um and I was like this is really fun and he was mentioning async um and so i actually got on the async server the day after i played the first time first game ever
0: (laughs) oh my gosh so 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 you've got like what 100 async games and like what three other games or something like that yes yeah exactly three other games (laughs) okay perfect okay yeah that's that's phenomenal and then yeah you've just you've just uh dove right into it maybe actually i'll just get your opinion on this really quick because this comes up um uh, I feel like with new players a lot, they're like, you know how many games should I get into and I see you and others you kind know, of kind of giving advice maybe not to get into too yeah. many. but I mean, at some point you probably were in like twenty or more.
1: yeah, uh my most at a time well, my most at a time ever was 25. 25. um and I kind of got in that scenario because I had a a lot of games that like one or two po- like one player just went a wall and I was in multiple games with that player and then another player went a wall as well. Names with that player. So it's like, and then they came back. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, I was in 25 games at the same time that we're actually going. Um, but yes, that was an adventure uh and i don't want to do it again
0: right right i feel like at this point if i get above about 10 i'm kind of just like i, I don't even know what i'm doing in these games in fact i think i just lost a game today because yeah. someone was like hey are we support swapping i was like oh yeah i was going to support talk with you and then i like look and i realized oh my gosh i just gave them the win this round like i wasn't paying enough yeah
1: 100 percent. yeah 100 <laughs> um yeah and, and i didn't realize it until my second real life game actually like oh i'm in all these games i'm in is actually like really affecting like my bandwidth being able to like play well Um, and then I started trimming down and started doing a lot better again Um,
0: so something else I oh sorry so so, so something else I know uh, about you is that I've noticed that uh, you kind of like to play a lot of TIGL games so that's the Twilight Imperium Global League Uh, you mentioned one time I think that you like them because it sort of makes you focus more or you take it a little bit more seriously is that yeah okay
1: yeah, it's really easy for me to like if it's just like a, a game with no stakes or something. Something goes wrong, you know. It's like you know, two awful objectives come out and I can't accomplish one. It's like oh, whatever. We'll play. It. I'll, you know, I'll just wing it. You know, and, and to the next one. Rather than like actually like looking for an avenue out, you know. Sure. Um, whereas like having the having the the stakes on it makes it so it's like all right, I have to figure out what I'm gonna do here to somehow managed to secure a point and stay in this game, you know. Um not that I'm not that if you don't go around without scoring, you're completely out of the game, but it sure doesn't help.
0: It, it <laughs> makes it a lot harder. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so having those stakes makes it, it makes it obvious like more makes me more invested. Um and uh so I I like having that as a result. Um plus I I feel like the uh I feel like, you know, the, the competition is higher there and it's, I enjoy that as well. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The competition bit is, is, is huge. And in fact, like, as I started playing with different people, you know, over, over the course of just playing a lot of I myself, myself, yeah, you definitely noticed that like not to throw shade or whatever, but like some people are just a lot better than other people. And so it's good to get that, (laughs) that, that range of experience. (laughs)
1: Are, now, now the real question is, are you, are you, or is is it you, or is it Bam Bam? That's the, that's the best uh, TIGL player. That's, that's the real question.
0: Um, <laughs> I, th- I'm, I'm sure it's Bam Bam. It's definitely not me. Um, although I think, cause I think he actually just won another one again. So, so yeah, he is on top. He's got 12 total TIGL wins lifetime. Um, his ELO is also a lot higher than mine. So no, that's no, if you're going to like, you know, throw your game to make sure someone doesn't win. It's not me. That's Bam Bam. <laughs>
1: hey you guys have been playing longer than me that's why i only have four or five or whatever it is
0: no that's that's exactly it uh well and you also keep you keep winning games that like don't count so yeah you gotta fix that too but... i know come on well and so speaking of of games that don't count maybe i'll kind of wrap up this with a uh, with uh you know, it was really your, your brainchild. Of course you, you, you got inspiration from the Aussie server, of course, but yeah, do I, I the... don't,
1: I don't feel comfortable calling it my brain. Sure. Child that, that's fair. <laughs> but
0: to, but to bring, but to bring this ranking kind of system, you know, uh, which is a little different than TIGL, maybe I can, you can talk about it, uh, but bringing that over yeah, to Async yeah. was, was your idea. And, and I liked the one thing about it that I really liked is your, your your point that it makes uh, TIGL games beyond just the first 10 uh, still interesting mm-hmm. or still meaningful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, for that, uh, just to fill everybody else in, uh, basically there's a, there's an Aussie server, um, called like the, I think it's like the cool Guy Zone or space Australia or something like that. Um, and, uh, the idea that they have, they have ranks over there. And my understanding at first was that it was like, Oh, this is an exclusively TIGL server and we have ranks. Right. Um, But that wasn't actually the case. Uh, It was they just had ranks. It like wasn't explicitly linked to TIGL. They did TIGL as well, but it was really like their own their own server thing, right? And I was like, but I was under the impression that it was like TIGL plus essentially. You know, it's like TIGL plus ranks, and I thought that was a super cool idea. So when I found out that oh, that's not actually the case, I was like, oh well let's make it the case because like, <laughs> this seems like a great idea um and uh and the nature of ASIC, you know i i i've I postulated the idea like oh why don't we do this And then the you know chasset and a couple of other people were like yeah you should do that that's a great idea <laughs> i was like oh okay i guess i'll do it <laughs> um but Ed you, of course. Well, no, um, it, it was it was
0: you. I, I just jumped on it because it's just something that I think is really cool. I, I just so, yeah. so TIGL is just very fleeting. I also don't really love that it like rewards people who just play more games. I know it's capped at ten, but still, I mean, there's people who <clears> only played. so like I'm looking at the at the at this season's results, which actually it ends today, so it's basically locked. Um it, but Karenson, for example, played only four games this this season <clears> this <throat> three months, I And mean, he won <clears throat> three of them
1: you know so
0: so that's awesome but but it shows up as him being like you know like worse or something than someone who played just more games and so i like sure. the idea of, of this rank system it's just like mm-hmm. you had to it's i mean this is such a luck-based game none of this really means anything but 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 you know if if you got this rank that you you know you like earned it at some point um i kind of think that's pretty
1: cool yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um you no know, i'm really i'm really excited about it and it definitely it seems like people really jumped onto it and i'm really excited about it and you know, like you, you see games popping up like, you know, they get like because it's like, oh, we we need six ministers to get, you know, to get so we can get our agent rank. You know? Yep. I'm excited about that. That's exciting to see. Um, I'm excited to get in one of them when I finally get a <laughs> haven't had a win since the uh, haven't had a win since we did it. So I, I haven't ranked up yet. <laughs> I'm sure it's just a matter
0: of time. Um, I, I I think you'll be there soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I just, I just think that that's such a cool idea. So thanks for, thanks for putting that together. We, uh, we actually have had, we're at like 13 ministers now. Yeah, we're actually, I, think we're the, I think we're at 13. Okay. Yeah. I jumped into that second game with the next six ministers and, uh, ban, or uh, Micmac Moose essentially eliminated me in round one. So that's not going to be my <laughs> game, but, um, he does that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I knew he did that, but I, I, I didn't see what he was doing with warfare that, they, you know, shame on me for not, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah moose and I sort of trade adjacents when uh, when we when we play together. It seems to be the seems to be what happens um,
0: <laughs> all right. well, I really appreciate you jumping on here, Argo control. um i I just yeah, absolutely uh, been meaning to get more guests on here. Uh, I, I think we can do this with like longer segments in the future too, but at least for today, just glad to get some time mm-hmm. with you and uh, hear you know a bit of uh, your perspective and kind of how you got into things because again, right? as of today, most turns logged on the async bot in the entire server. which
1: just that's just wild to me uh, <laughs> i don't feel like i play that much <laughs>
0: um but, yeah but, it so. but it might, yeah well and 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 quickly too i mean i didn't even talk about turn times but anyway that's that's a whole other thing but <laughs> yeah. thanks for joining um and uh, we'll get we'll get you back on at some point once i once i keep figuring this out sure absolutely thanks for having me okay yeah we want to have guests on here more often uh, finally figured out how to do that. If you want to be a guest, if you know someone that should be a guest, um, head over to the Discord channel in the Async server. There's one called the Sandwich Bar, which is kind of just like a general discussion channel for the show. And then each episode actually has its own little uh, post in episode discussions. And so either place is fine, but just let me know. Uh, I am definitely have some people in mind already, and then it's just a matter of scheduling them and getting that to, to happen. But Really excited to get to a point where we're going to, you know, it's not just going to be uh, me talking all the time. With that, though, I do want to go into the weird game mode of the week. So this uh, is the Oath of Kings mod by Jangles. It's inspired by the Oath board game from Leader Games. And I'm just going to read kind of the the premise from the uh, I, I've linked to this in the show notes um, so you can read the, the rules and everything in, in detail, but I'll just read from that. It says, Twilight Imperium Oath of Kings is intended to create a continuing thematic campaign version of Twilight Imperium, where a chronicle of different rulers can create lasting change to the galaxy by becoming the governmental head, continuing policies, and holding on to territory that lasts until the government crumbles. Um, so, you know, a continuous TI4 legacy light campaign with a semi-consistent group of players. It sounds like you could sub people in and out. I skimmed through the rules i think this is a really cool idea i never played oath so i'm not the right person to to deeply comment on this but it looks like when you have won a game then to win the next game uh not only is there some persistence from game to game but you actually have some different win conditions uh potentially and and or 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 different ways to get points uh when you are you know the the emperor of the galaxy so um I got, you know, Jangles left some comments on this. You know, he says, it's been a year or so since he came up with the idea. He says, to my knowledge, there are four async games and he's in two. And uh, there's an IRL IRL, IRL game that plays a cycle bi-weekly and they're probably on the twelve ish game. Um... So still pretty rare, but it's gotten a good reviews. So he's heard that, you know, your expansion was really amazing in telling a story and showing new players the ropes, telling about the crazy things that happened in a game for days afterwards was always my favorite part about TI4. But sitting down and listening to old rebels or people who, who didn't win, uh, telling tales to the new players what happened here or there definitely took the cake. So um, this sounds like something, you know, reach out to Jangles, check out the, sh- the show notes. I've got the rules linked in there. But if you're looking for a kind of... Uh, you know, campaign version of Twilight Imperium where you're really leaning into the story and, you know, less about the, the purely competitive aspect of it. I think this could be really cool. So thanks, Jangles, for creating that. And uh, glad I got to be made aware of that. All right. I'm not actually sure this is true, but I think it's a bit at this point. So I'm going to keep going with it. Yeah, that's right. Everybody's favorite segment. <laughs> tech of the week. So I'm going to reach over to my remaining pile of techs. My physical pile. I'm going to shuffle them right now and then I'm going to draw one tech and tell you some things about integrated economy. Oh my gosh. Um, I really have nothing to say about integrated economy that Expendable has not already said. I'll read it to you though. This is a yellow tech, a three yellow prerequisite. It says, After you gain control of a planet, you may produce any number of units on that planet that have a combined cost equal to or less than that planet's resource value. So the idea is if you take control of Quan or you know, it has two resource value, then you may produce, not using production, you can't use Sarween tools, uh, but you may produce any number of units on that planet that have a combined cost. So the idea is that you know, maybe you wanna build a cruiser um, or maybe you wanna build four infantry. And so this can be kind of nice to hold down planets that you're taking over in the late game, um, help you secure some stage twos. Um, if you're if you're something like Mahakt, or have a you know soul hero, if you have some ways to to build and then keep moving, uh, or even even nomad, I guess uh, this can be pretty cool. Maybe you want to build more fighters. You can build another ship and kind of you know, keep going along your your parade of of destruction or whatever. Um, I really liked integrated economy for a long time. I think it's really cool. I really like that it gives you production opportunities outside of your space docks. Uh, I really like that it sort of rewards you for taking a planet. Beyond just you know having to wait till next round to spend it, for example, or or getting whatever the uh the objective is. My main issue is that my playstyle, now that I've played so many games as I have, my playstyle I am generally trying to take as few planets as possible. Um I do not do well when I look threatening, I do not do well when anybody is angry at me, um, and so Because the main way you gain control of planets is by taking them from other people by the time you can get a three yellow tech Uh, This is just not one that I research very often anymore, but it holds a very special place in my heart. I uh, There's a lot of homebrew suggestions for how to improve it But again, I think it's actually quite good if you're planning to take a bunch of planets, which I sadly am not With that, let's go to the weird rules thing of the week uh, so this is one I just kind of came across recently. It's, it's, it's not like, and this isn't like a rules issue, like some of them in the past have been, but just kind of a weird rules thing that I thought was cool. So here's the scenario. Ghosts activate Isarul on a tile with a beta wormhole, and they're, they're attacking. They're, they're, they're bringing ships in or whatever. Um, and in, in, in doing this, ghosts, it, they've left no ships in their home system, which is usually fine. It's, you know, it's behind the Kriya's Gate. It's pretty far away. It's not usually that big a deal. When Ghost activates, Isaral uses their agent to copy the Ghost agent, which says, after a player activates a system that contains a non-Delta wormhole, you may exhaust this card. If you do, that system is adjacent to all other systems that contain a wormhole during this tactical action. Okay, right, so the active system now is adjacent to all other systems that contain a wormhole, which, you know, Ghost is the active player. This shouldn't really matter, but then Isaral plays Skilled Retreat. Which is to move all your ships from the active system into an adjacent system that does not contain another player's ships. <laughs> Which, in this scenario that I'm describing, is the Ghost Home System. It has a Delta Wormhole, it has no ships, and so it's adjacent to the active system. And now a Starl can skilled retreat into the Ghost Home System using the Ghost Agent, uh, you know, a Starl's agent, but uh, but copying the Ghost Agent. So. Um, bonus points if a star is using their flagship and now they qualify for like a chief supremacy or, or you know the two point objective, which is to have your flagship in another home system. Yes, I know this whole thing is like kind of trivialized if you just have the ghost flagship in light wave and that kind of thing to get into the ghost home system, but this specific way of using the ghost agent I thought was really cool. Um, wanted to, to highlight that here. All right, some various updates to close us out async tournament, tournament two. You know, we're only only eight left, we're now up to 26 semifinalists. Because in game 12, that's right, Matt Martins from Space Cats Peace Turtles won as Star in the Great Abyss. And I guess I can take this moment to just, you know, obviously this show is is inspired by Space Cats Peace Turtles, um, their their unofficial podcast for, for Twilight Imperium. Um, they do a much better job than me. They're much more detailed. They actually uh, do research and share guides and things. And um, because they do it, I don't feel like I have to. So big thanks to them. They did a lot for improving my game in the, in the initial stages. Plus, the community around their Discord is just um, a lot of fun. So, and you know, so look at that—he won. He won his tournament game. That's awesome. Congrats to Matt, uh, the newest semifinalist, and only one for this week in the tournament too. In Async Rank, we've got three new ministers. Uh, reminder that the minister rank goes to anyone who wins a TIGL game. That's Twilight Imperial Global League. And if you don't already have a rank, so the th- New ministers since the last episode are Politet, Burner, and Bam Bam. And as of this episode, nobody has reached the agent rank yet, which is the next one up. Uh, in the show notes, I'm going to put a link where you can, uh, real time ish, uh, I'm the one updating it, but, <laughs> but there are a real ish time link to the list of people who have an async rank. All right, a couple of recent bot updates. Uh, again, these are always in the Bot Updates channel, so if you want more details, just go head on up to there. But there's whispers now. So you could always whisper uh, by just making a, a thread, a private thread with somebody. Uh, but w- now there's whispers in regular games, kind of like what they have in the Fog of War server. So you can just type you know, one word like 2yin or 2necro or 2black, the color, or whatever, and then your message. And it will automatically turn that into a private message, to the person that you're chatting with in their cards info thread so nobody else can see. Uh, and you should type yours in your cards info thread as well for that reason. And it will post in the actions channel that you whispered them just with the faction logo. So again, not, not what you said, but that way you know that people are talking. Um, I think that's really cool. I don't ever play with whispers mostly just because it slows things down, and I just don't. I just don't do a lot of things with whispers. I'm pretty happy to just do everything above the table, and so then when other people do do whispers, I kind of feel like it's a uh, again kind of a disadvantage. But if I know who's whispering who, maybe I don't know. I'm trying this out in one game right now, and and I think I'm okay with it. But I'll you know maybe report back at some point. Very cool feature from Finn. Um, the other thing, if you go into that bot updates channel, you'll see a new picture with all the available colors so the biggest addition now is that there are a whole lot of like split lime or split emerald or split blood red or, or whatever which is just the color and also white or black or something like that to just uh differentiate it a bit further and there's some people who really like those and again they were never represented on one of the images we had available so those are there i think i have Aaronus to thank for that i should have checked i know he does a lot with the colors And so that's our show for this week. Uh, Thanks for listening to Strengthen Bonds. If you liked this episode or if you didn't, leave a comment on the episode discussion in Discord or come by the Sandwich Bar channel to chat about the show. And as a reminder, remember to take your turns, keep the violence on the table, and stay friends above it. (laughs)